We parking lot, baby, You want me to connect to the motherfucking, uh... Uh, I w- yeah, you can do it or I can do it. You do it, you do it. Cause you nigga, can my- do it, put your back into it. I will. We gon' do it. We gon' do it. Hit the hit that little button for me. Do 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 do. <clears throat> Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Don't stop. You can hit it. Can you pass me that jar of weed over there? And that bowl, please. Total the ball, total the ball, total the ball. I'm a country boy from Taboo. <laughs> nigga, the jar too, nigga. I need the weed. I need you to know that, like, halfway over there, I forgot completely what you asked me for, so I grabbed I f- the closest thing to marijuana. To I figured was, man. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get something that was Ugly. not used to this. Ugglass. I love the term uglass. Ugglass. U G L A S S. Sit your uglass down. Sit your uglass down. Oh, egglass. What? That nigga DC Young Fly say that shit perfect. Perfect. Oh, egglass. What? Look here, uglass. What? 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 What you talking about, what? Okay, damn. We on shuffle with it? We on shuffle with it. I'm a country woman, double head. Uh, run it the fuck back podcast, Let's nigga. Get it. Uh, we we really doing this shit. We really live with this shit. Mm-hmm. What's this? Our fifth episode. Episode five, I think. Episode five. Um, motherfucking. We still out the mud. We didn't stepped our little setup game up. We got a we got a little mixer in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? This nigga still no mic stand shouting. You, you know, know, it's you know it's still gutter. We gotta stay gutter with it. Uh, still having issues with the with the podcast store. Yeah. Um, podcast store Apple. If you don't stop fucking with us, we gonna have to go to revolt with our <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Diddy, you, what's popping? Diddy, black on. Come what's on, up? man. Uh, yeah. So we just been having trouble like uh uploading our podcast to the actual iTunes store. Um, which we're figuring out. It's probably something that we're doing wrong. Cause, yeah, probably. You know, whatever. Um, that don't mean I can't blame now. Yeah, you know, good old good old America. <laughs> blame our problems on other people. Uh, that makes me feel so warm blooded, you know. Yeah, it's your boy Peach Curls in this bitch. Um, I just wanted to, you know, I want to do some like shameless plugging real quick while while I got my own platform and shit. For sure. Um, currently out here, New York City. So far, sounds gig coming up very shortly, April. April twentieth, it'll be like the first. It'll be like the first gig I played in New York as Peach Curl. You know, sign up for that shit. Sign, sign up, up for so far sound. So, so far, far sound. Hit us with a scholarship. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that that's happening. So far sounds gig is happening. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's pretty much it on the shameless plug shit. You know? Oh, uh, there will be a run at the fuck back podcast. Uh, Twitter and Instagram account coming very shortly. For sure. Which um, our engagement on that, like I, I'm, I'm hoping that this will inspire at least me to be more engaged on social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Just because I have something that, like, when when I know that I'm responsible for like something that's not just my own shit, it yeah, causes yeah. me to kind of be more diligent about it. So I, I think that the direction I want to go in with the Instagram and Twitter account may be. Like, you know, playlists that, you know, me and Marcus might be listening to. Updates on our weekly playlists mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type shit. Um, tasteful nudes. Ta- <laughs> tasteful. Emphasis on tasteful. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Just to let y'all motherfuckers know what we be on on the day-to-day. Because we some weird-ass niggas that, that we got we, we got something to say. <laughs> weird-ass niggas got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, episode five, run it the fuck back podcast. Um, we are talking about Portishead. Mm-hmm. Is this mm-hmm. their first album? This is the first album. Dummy. This is their first album, Dummy, mm-hmm. nineteen ninety four. I want to say too that like I have like no background in listening to Portishead Zero. or like or or listening to trip hop at like at all. I, but and I didn't know that like I had always heard like the term trip hop. Used and like it would it would make sense the more I listened to the album and like read mm-hmm. about it I it had been used in a way that I always took as super 
like jovial and mad yeah. corny. Corny. You know what I'm saying? Because like you I can't get, remember like you would get uh, a, a DAW and then they would have like the trip hop kick or the trip hop snare. And yeah, like, or, oh, cool. yeah, yeah. And this is yeah. all. So like I never really took it seriously, and I never mm. really associated. Like I had heard some Portishead songs. I had heard some fucking. Uh, What's the uh, Massive Attack songs? You know, I had never heard um, Massive Attack. Before and then, but this like, week, and then, probably. like, the more I listened to it, I like seen how like that specific sound kind of like influence, s- like a lot of the shit that you listen to today. Yeah, for sure. Facts. That's what I saw. Um, I like I I saw that shit like crazy. Like so, how I I got, mean like any any fucking British musician. I mean Bjork was out. Yeah, you know, I mean yeah. Bjork's not from. Uh, the UK, but like that shit's close enough. But like Blur, yeah, Blur. Blur uh, I was about to say crazy. just Dame, Damon Albarn in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like but, all um, of this. Shit, so you know? like the 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 reason why I got reason why I wanted to do this album is because I I wasn't even hip to it. I'm gonna come clean. I have been hip to Portis Head for a while, long time. But, but I, I heard never, like hip, never invested in. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I heard like their songs from like the early 2000s, and like yeah. they were they were less trip hop in the early 2000s and more kind of just like experimental rock music. So yeah, definitely. whatever. But then. uh I was watching, I had got into this, like, wormhole, this uh, Dell the Funky Homo Sapien wormhole. Yeah. Actually. And I got hip to Dell through Gorillaz, which, yeah. I don't know, that's just how I got hip to Dell. I mean, From, that's, it's, people can't make fun of us because of that, because, like, we got hip to the Gorillaz at 12 or 13, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, like, of course, that's the first time we heard Dell. I wasn't... Nine years old, listen, trying to like right. seek out Delta fucking Homo Sapien. Right. So now I, when Nelly I, was popping, that's a fact. I heard. So I heard. Right though, it's Nelly eclipsed every. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Saint Lunatics like, eclipsed every fucking thing. So I mean, you know, we if, if it wasn't if it wasn't produced by Jazzy Faye, I didn't. Know. <laughs> 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 if it wasn't produced by Jazzy Faye or Pharrell, this it, I was is a Jazzy Fizzle production. Nigga, Fizzle Fizzle Finzel. Nigga, I was all on Jazzy Faye's nuts. Nigga, hey, yo, pause. Pause. <laughs> no, but um, so I I had got hip to Dale the Funky Homo Sapien via Gorillas, Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. and then like years later, found out he was Ice Cube's cousin. No, 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 I'm getting there. So years later, I had heard Dale on some uh Souls of Mischief hieroglyphics type shit. Sure, sure, sure. And I was like, okay, he is. It made sense the hearing him on the Gorilla shit, then hearing him on the fucking hieroglyphic shit made sense. Then. I found out like this year that he was Ice Cube's cousin. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and not only was he Ice Cube's cousin, but he was like rolling with the lynch mob for for a little period of time. He's Ice Cube's first cousin. Yeah, like He's they're like, like cousin cousins. Yeah, and so he was with the lynch mob for a while. I did not know that until like this year in this interview I watched. And uh, it was actually talking about my, you know wish my brother George was here. You know Bob Dobbling and all that shit. And uh, he. Started talking about the gorillas and shit and how he got on the gorilla shit. And so I did like a deep Dell dive, alliteration yeah. ass nigga. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about, and th- this is why the Damon Albarn and Blur shit is really important, because he was talking about uh, who's the animator, who's the person that drew. Three, th- not 3D. Um, uh, Jamie Hewitt? Something like, look it up. I think you're right. I think it's Jamie Hewitt. Who you talking about the gorillas and shit? Yeah, who drew yeah. the characters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Just the other nigga who's not Damon Albarn. Yeah, who's like the gorillas. Yeah. So we'll find his name in a second. But he, that guy, directed Jamie Hewlett, Yeah, Jamie Hewlett directed Tank Girl. Yeah, yeah. In '95, which Ice T is in Tank Girl. I didn't know Ice T was in. Tank he's Girl. in Tank Girl. He play. He's For playing like episode. an anthropomorphic dog person. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> So if y'all don't know, Tank, Tank Girl, Girl is like a dystopian, like futuristic, mm-hmm. ni- hella 90s movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And th- Jamie Hewlett was like, he like did Tank Girl. And so I listened to the Tank Girl soundtrack, which is dope as fuck. Like if you just want to crash course in like weird 90s music and shit that like, like the 90s had a weird pop culture scene where like shit that had like actual, like shit that was like risky and shit was like really popular in the 90s. And, like, in the early 90s, pre, like, around 98 is when shit became, like, super formulaic and, like, corporatized. But, like, 95 and prior, the 90s had really popular, daring music. And the Tank Girl soundtrack is, like, really daring and Mm -hmm. really crazy. And and Portishead was on there. And I was like, oh, this shit is hard. And 
oddly familiar. So right. then, boom, here we are listening to Portishead, which is, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm ranting for a minute, but I just had to get that off. Because, like, the way I got to Portishead was right, right. via via the Gorillas, which makes so much fucking sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think, I mean, I've been knowing about Portishead for a long time, like, because of, like, Pitchfork and shit. And, yeah. you know, like, and, like any, any, like, uh, List any listicle that's like the fifty best albums of the nineties yeah. like dummies is always like in the top ten or like in the top yeah, five yeah. or some shit. Um, but I think that I tried to listen to it and I just never really understood. And I think that like and to my own detriment and like just to prove it happens to everybody, I always just associated trip hop with hip hop. Yeah, which is I think it's I, a lazy association. It's a lazy association, and it's not an. Yeah. It's not. There's not really a correlation at all. You know what I'm saying? Somewhat. Wait, but I'm I'm gonna get to it. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking like, just because I was just because of the way I'd heard it be used and like how I was exposed to it in like when I first started really really listening to music and like making beats and shit, uh-huh. um, in the mid 2000s and shit, um, I just had like associated with trip uh, with hip hop and thinking it was just like just wrote it off, you know? Yeah. yeah um, yeah. and that's mad lazy because like it does. I'm trying to like formulate this argument. It does yeah. have something to do with hip hop, but only very nominally because nominally is because shit. But yeah, but like the fact mu- that it's like sample based. Yeah, music. and that's what I, that's what I was about to say. And it's like uh, like all the musicality is just like it's since it's fucking Brickin uh, uh fucking Bristol. Um, it's all fucking dub shit. It's all like Caribbean influence and yeah. all like super dubby, all, like, and all super the dubby, all yeah. the fucking uh, and like super Brian Eno. It's mad ambient and like uh, oh, trip Brian and, Eno. Yeah. Hey, shout out. Shout, first of all, shout out to you because I had the same. Hey, we the same nigga, bro. I had the same thought, man. Like yeah. I was like, yo, this is hella like yeah, definitely. Brian it's mad Eno inspired. Ambient. And then the Portishead yeah. album specifically. And when I oh shit, I just smacked the fuck Have you out heard, the mic. Is um, Brian wait, Eno but, air, airport airplane music or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, music for airport. Has you heard that shit? Huh? Have you heard music for airports? We can. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. Like I, yeah, yeah. I like I'm hip to all this nigga's catalog. Crazy. Like, I'm plugged into Brian Eno. That's my nigga, man. Brian Eno looking for the scholarship. Hit us up two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. Run us the please, fuck back please. podcast. Let us let us know what's going on. Um, but when I had and even when I first started, I think when I when I was a kid, what I was trying to say when I was a kid or when I was just younger, and I tried to listen to a Porter's Head, this shit, I had that loose association with uh, hip hop in my head, and I just didn't know how to listen to it at all. But that, then after I listened to this now and like read about it, I'm just like, oh, so like I'm just like thinking about what they're trying to do wrong. Yeah. And the only thing hip hop about it is the sample base, which would make it, which and is super interesting. Drums and I got like a lot of feelings about like uh, um, a lot of styles of like U- United Kingdom rock with hip hop. They're very, very similar to me. Like, shoot, like listening to My Bloody Valentine and listening to Nas simultaneously are the same. They they think about drums the same. They think about al- the uh-huh. atmosphere, the songs the same. And it's yeah. just the 90s that responded to all the same shit. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking about for this shit. Just like, hip hop was-, was so new at that time that it wasn't like, they were like, oh, I'm going to make a hip-hop song because it was such a nominal thing. And, like, they started, they, you know, like, Bristol's, like, big and, like, the fucking sound system, you know, yeah. like, house party shit, just, like, fucking... And uh, the huge Caribbean... Jam Master J huge Caribbean fucking, uh, influence uh, and shit. Uh, Grandmaster Flash, yeah. The huge Caribbean influence with, yeah, yeah, like, sure. having, like, a big, dumbass, yeah, sure. stupid-ass sound system. And then, then then that's just where, like, the bass and, just like, dumb the bass. heavy dumb bass, bass drums and shit in the music come from also. Love, I love um, it, but niggas love bass. Yeah, and if you know me, you know I've said that a million bass. times. Jim Stewart, if you listen, I've said that to you while you've been mixing my shit in the studio, more bass, because niggas love bass. That's a fact. What song is this? Um, this song is uh, my favorite one, I think. It's the most familiar. It's the most familiar. It's in the first three. This is Sour Times. Yeah. Um, but it was. it's funny that I'm fucking with this song because it happened on like a day I was like super, super down and like the hook is just like, nobody loves yeah, me, nobody. it's true. Oh I'm like, God. I was just like, okay, you Her, want me over. It me, was right place, right time. Let me talk about, and that that's what I wanted to talk about, how um, easy this album was to listen to. Yeah, yeah. So, especially in New York. So, obviously, we're in New York. Um it, this this album is like yeah, New York City theme music. Like if I was to if I was to make a movie, a feature film, oh, I would I'm I would a, score it with I'm all trip hop music. I'm going to make a small tangent off of that. That's another point I want to get at. 
is that I learned about this fucking um, album um, and like how people were thinking in general. And I think the sample based thing was like less like stealing from hip hop and just like kind of thinking, looking at how people were kind of looking at music over here and starting to look at music like that yeah. too. Because this shit, they're sampling. I don't know if they're actually sampling. I'm a I'm a triple check. It's a but sign of the time. It's just a yeah, sign but they're of like the times, yeah, and they're, yeah, and it's just like they're sampling. For sure. Um, like uh. Spaghetti Western. This is a spaghetti yeah. fucking Western song, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like other types of theme music. And it's and just like, want, and from like on, the 60s wait. and 70s, rappers doing the same shit. And it's just like people thinking me, about uh, music the same way, you know? Let me, uh, let me get, let me get in here real quick. Yeah. Cause I wanted to talk about like that, like the, the sound, the sonic palette. So, and I don't fully agree that the, the correlation to this in hip hop is as nominal as. As you say, it is. Mm-hmm. It's nominal, but not as nominal. Like, cause Massive Attack, that that Massive Attack album, the one that came out ninety one. What's the name of it? Uh, Blue Lines. I I still haven't like really listened to it like a thorough second or so third time. So that yeah, album, yeah. that album is credited as like widely known as one of the first trip hop albums to ever like come out. Right. It's yeah. like widely accepted as that. Uh, shout out to Apple Music description. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> Shout out to Wikipedia too. But that album has that album has a lot of rapping on it. Like hella rapping. So like yeah, yeah. I understand Uh like Mm -hmm. I understand like Mm -hmm. saying that that music is like the trip hop aspect of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm Um Yeah, and then that tricky album is like the tricky album is more the tricky eight. The yeah. tricky, <laughs> the tricky, the tricky album is more like the Portishead album, but they're a year apart, so yeah. it makes sense. And the tricky album is post Portishead, so yeah. it it makes sense. Uh, post Portishead new rap name. Post Portishead, that's hard. That's hey. hard. Um, but I I, I want to say though, the sounds that the sound palette in Amazing. this on this album. It's so cohesive, bro. And like even her voice, man, because I feel like just from listening to her, I think that she could. Sing a much broader range of course. if she if she wanted to. Of you know what I'm saying? I've heard her do it on this album. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's just you like know? there's so much restraint and shit a Super, lot of times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just mad chill, like you know. Uh, and it, it, it it's so, so 90s. Like I yeah, like most if, when I think back about the 90s. That's why like, I think about like this rap. It's all like the yeah, most quintessentially 90s. The 90s shit, had yeah. like the 90s artists, apart from like 90s R and B artists. Because '90s R&B yeah. artists were the had the opposite of restraint. I mean, everybody was over singing and like running, mm-hmm. the, running all over the place. But, um, but like uh, you think about artists like Sade, mm-hmm. who like w- like the Sade's '90s shit. You think about like uh, Portishead. Was this it a crime in the '90s? I or, think that was like '80 something. Is it a crime was '80 something? Um, regardless, but the, yeah. it was just like such a it's such a restraint heavy album and it has like this like cold warmth about it with these guitars and these basses it 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 it, it reminds me of like really watching a movie like tank girl yeah. or you know a movie like batman and robin or yeah, yeah batman yeah. returns like this where there's like these elaborate sets with all these elaborate colors and the only music that can fit with this is like you know this really dark yet warm sounding shit yeah Every movie in the '90s kind of had that vibe, even like comedies. Because if you look at Bad Boys, like the first Bad Boys, and like if you were to put Bad Boys on mute, the first Bad Boys on mute and play Dummy in conjunction with Bad Boys, yeah. it would like match up perfectly. I'm not, I'm do it because it's. I'm telling you, it, it it's crazy. That's wild. It's such a good sounding album. It's such a good like flowing, flowing thing. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. So, oh, but. What I was about to say about like sounds and like production and shit, they also did like a really cool thing with just like gross snares. Again, let's do ugly mm-hmm. snares, bro. Ugly ass snares. Ugly ass snares. It's this one song with an egg ass snare on there, bro. And it, it, they like let the snare open up, kinda. It hits and then it like, whoosh, like fans out and then. What song? I forgot the name of the song. Because I, I, I really just let this thing flow all the way through. Yeah, I same. I just kind of like... I didn't look at song titles like that. I, I just w- like a couple of days ago tried to started to try to like figure out which songs was which. Yeah. But I, but I know it when I hear it. But yeah. they it, the snare hits and it's like really out of tune and pingy. And then There's they, a couple of those on here for right. sure. Yeah. And it opens up and then they cut it. They cut, they gate it at the right time. And it's just like... 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's 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 just a masterpiece, bro. And this they produced the great. whole shit themselves. I, that's They're what I was my next question. Yeah. They, they did this? They produced their own album, yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. It can be done. It, it can, can be, be done, fucking man. done. Always oh, do a Sunny Digital. We just watched that Sunny Digital interview, man. Make your own beat, Make your man. Own beats, Rap man. over your own shit, cuz. That's a fact. Also, shout out to Sunny Digital's Dennis. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because that nigga's teeth is... Look, I love you, Sunny Digital. Looking for that sponsorship. I, no, I really do. I, I fuck with that Black Bow mixtape. Uh, or that Black... Really him and Black Bow, that, that, yeah. that EP. Yeah. Uh... But that nigga's teeth, he's long in the tooth for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them veneers, man. Them bitches shining. Swing, swing. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> if I was a, okay, if you was a rapper and you had the opportunity, or if you got on and you had the opportunity to like, you already dumb tatted, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, if you had the opportunity to get iced out or dumb tatted, what would you do? Uh, I would like, definitely, I'm already going to get a face tattoo, but like, I would definitely like, Make a more egregious choice of face tattoo. You know what I'm saying? I would get something to be like, damn, if I didn't have bread to like sustain myself a little bit, I might not get this shit. Yeah. But I would get iced out for sure. I would get iced out. Huh? I wouldn't get iced out. I'll I'll get iced out just because it's like, uh, I would get iced out and like not lease it. I would get iced out with shit I can pay for it because it's just like a hard asset also, just in case I get broke. Diamonds don't depreciate. Diamonds don't depreciate. Hey, hey, hey. Diamonds don't appreciate. Yeah, because like I already got mad tats and like my teeth already straight. You know what I'm saying? So like I would just, I would just get icy, but not like stupid icy. I would just have like hella nice, like 18 inch gold chains. You know what I'm saying? It's like some hard, like 24 karat gold, Mm -hmm. a little diamond out piece tucked, Mm -hmm. a few of them. Yeah, mini grills. I, I like, would have grills. I would get mini grill. mini grills, but like, I, and I just if I was balling, I don't like n- even really really want this, or can really see myself with with this in life in general. But if I had like, if I was balling and I like could and I could, I would get like some diamond teeth for sure. Ooh. Like I would like not not permanent ones, but like I would get a grill of just slugged like, up, just yeah, a yeah. slugged ass grill, so I can be on fucking Snapchat, Ooh. you know, somehow with my shit shining, blinding the motherfucking front facing camera. Yeah, yeah, I would do that shit too. I ain't even gonna front. Um, I wouldn't get. I would this get shit is that one, I would this, actually wear. This is one of my favorite songs on this album. What's this? Yeah, what, this what, which one is this? Roads. 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 Yeah. Ha- the guitar and the bass on here. And uh, I think like on this album they sample, or no 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 it was on Massive Attack, Massive Attack. There's a there's a sample on there that Mary J Blige also sampled. That's tight. They sample a few things on here. They sample some Isaac Hayes on this album. Yeah yeah, it's a lot of samples on this album. Crazy samples on this album. Yeah for sure. Um, shout out to samples, man. That's why like man, I don't want to hear. Anybody talking about how like using samples is lazy? It's not. It's 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 it's, it's extremely meticulous, bro. I've been producing for how how long? I've been producing like ten years now. Ten years, and Mm -hmm. I just started sampling this year. Yeah, because I I never was comfortable with it. I never knew how, and it wasn't because like all sampling is whack. I can't get them cleared. I didn't know how. I couldn't wrap my mind around sampling and making it interesting. Yeah. That's a hard, that's a feat, man. It's taking loops, and especially like with the, like with the shit I used to do. This, this is this hard. Is, yeah, this is, might be, whew. Yeah, this it, song, could, it could be sweet. It, it's, could, it could be sweet, but I poured I'm his head. I'm going to tear this up. The Ooh, 808 yeah, this on shit. this shit. <laughs> yo, and like I love, Bro. and this is like, yo, and I always say this about, uh, uh, Cocteau twin songs too, uh-huh. but like there's so much of this shit that I want the young. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. just thought about Unforgivable. <laughs> 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 oh shit, uh, that's funny. Why would you even? That's funny. Okay, go where you was going with that. But I want Young Thug to cover. <laughs> I want Young Thug to cover. Don't you even bring Robert Guthrie into this? <laughs> that's just funny. But I want Young Thug to uh cover. Some of them and some of Porter's head. Because yeah. it's doing the same shit. Because it's just like in a very, very similar time signature. You're not, they're kind of, they're not rapping, they're singing. But like, it's interchangeable. Yeah. Like, if you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. You're saying the words on with the rhythm enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're basically rapping. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like some Sade shit, too. That's it does I, sound like some Sade this is, shit. This is some shit my mother would have bumped on a Saturday morning. For sure. And I wish she had. One time shout I played. To, shout out to uh, uh, Cassandra Pinheiro. 
What's up? KP. Sula, Sula Collective. Yeah. Her mother, I, I told her we was listening to this album. Her mother, she was like, my mom used to listen to the album all the time. Like, girl, let me introduce me to your mama. <laughs> listen to fucking Porter's head, girl. You, know you better what I'm go somewhere. She got kids, though. Cool. I don't give a fuck. I'm just trying to be friends. Not Sitting me. down here in this chair, waiting on you. Oh, baby, <laughs> to see things my way. Uh, no, no, I quit. I quit. I quit. <laughs> yeah, no, this song, um, this song is, this song is crazy. Man. This song is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, and it like passes my litmus test of like, um, you know, like Manny Fresh taught me how to listen to music and shit. If I can just find that, per- the, if I can find the rhythm and I can find hey. if that shit bounce. Then I'm just like, then I'm hey, with it, you know. Yeah, this whole album is is bounced out, bro. I swear that like, if a person who was on the train always thinks that I'm listening to trap music because I'm yeah. like, I'm like nodding with that shit, but it's some porters here that I'm like, I got yeah, that from you. I do that hey, shit all the time now. Hey, I mean because like that's, that's just how I listen test. to music. Yeah, that's how shit that's how should I groove. To what like yeah, unless, if I can find the rhythm to unless it. you're purposely making like some arrhythmic or some like ambient type shit. Right, right. right. But like if you're making, but shit even so, with, there's still like loose rhythms in a lot of ambient shit that's that a, I that's can follow. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I feel like if you're making shit with yeah, like drums and a backbeat two and four or like whatever. Any sort of simple time or like simple comp- compound time signature, it should have some sort of like rhythmic, bi- value, rhythmic yeah. value, some groove to yeah. it. If it doesn't, it's just kind of sterile and weird, and I don't really fuck with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but this shit, uh, I was also listening to this album, thinking to myself about how many rappers are indirectly or even directly inspired by Portishead and I would be interested to hear them talk about it like I know yeah, yeah. like I listen to this Who shit think of the rappers that were inspired by Portishead, inspired by Portishead yeah. I think Kendrick Lamar is for sure I'm sure inspired by yeah, Portishead. I can see that for sure with his beat selection and just like for his, sure like the switch ups and even like the like how their drums are almost like straight dry you know yeah. there's not a lot of reef unless they uh unless they uh Specify that they want like some reverb or some like a, a, a really open sounding drum. I think that that's uh, true, man. Dry ass, like no really effect, dry. just the same with the bass and like the guitar. This. It's like that's a fact. Oh, it's like dry a lot of the times. Maybe that restraint, man. Like restraint, man. You know what I'm saying? We don't gotta put reverb on everything, and you know what I'm saying? And, and like discipline. It's like discipline too. Yeah. To like to, or, or trusting yourself enough to be like, you know what? These instruments. The quality of the ins- instruments, I don't want to lose those or like that's that's important to this song and or that, whatever. And this is something I'm trying to incorporate in my own production. I was about to say well. that's very hard because like just like making making any music, making any beat, just like you you're you're a fucking artist. You're gonna want to explore what this yeah. shit fucking sounds like. You know yeah. what I'm saying or like what it can do. So I'm always like throw throw a pack on and just like kind of like fuck with it off rip yeah. just to see what kind of other sonic you know shit I can get out of it which is and even think like about a tyr- just it's yeah. a tyranny of choice type of thing yeah, when you for sure. when mm-hmm. you get into the when you get into the realm of like digital producing and again, in the 90s like this was kind of like the they were on the cusp like the cutting edge of like this digital producing too. and it's a having, fire yeah Whew. it's a fire is crazy this, Great. This, this is my second it's favorite Oregon. song this is my second favorite song Stop. on the album yeah um but like in 94 and 95 they were on like a cusp of being able to like access pretty much any type of sounds that they wanted to. That's a fact. So like in that become it, it's really hard to make decisions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like uh you have like if you have a thousand snare drums, it's hard to pick one, you yeah, know? That's a fact. And if you have like a thousand reverbs that you could put on a snare drum, it's like all daunting and overwhelming. And I think that this album, along with like other producers like Danger Mouse. I think Danger Mouse is, listens to a lot of Portishead. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. I know Damon Albarn is like their contemporary. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Blur is like their contemporary. Uh, but I was saying that like those producers have a knack for like picking a set of sounds that like work great to tell their story mm-hmm. and kind of letting the the qualities of the, the songwriting and the storytelling itself like uh, fully like embrace like the instrument sounds versus me being like distracted and impressed by like how good your kick drum sounds or like how yeah. good your 808 sounds. You, yeah. you, you, you get what I'm saying? A thousand percent. Yeah. Um. So I like that decision making process. And there was a photographer that like gave me that made me realize that um, 
that like he he said that when you keep like the tools the same, then it allows for like the subject to kind of like speak for itself. Yeah. So when you like and I've I've tried to incorporate this too, when you limit yourself from like a thousand types of kick drums mm-hmm. to maybe six yeah, or seven, sure. you are less wrapped up in like that and more so wrapped up in like now how can I get my idea across now that I know what I'm gonna use to write it down. You yeah, get me? Yeah, definitely. And that like this album does that shit perfectly. Perfectly. So Kendrick Lamar I think it's like really insp- like listens to Portis Head or has heard Portis Head. Right. Uh, I think like Danny Brown like sure. fucks yeah. with Portis Head. Uh-huh. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Um, Portis Head's whore, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, Danny Brown, I got so much respect for you. Love him. I I know Kanye. I yeah, know Kanye sure. listens to Portis Head. Oh, and then sure. like as a byproduct, everybody who you fucks with Kanye probably know. Yeah. Everybody who fucks with Kanye fucks with Portis Head. Yeah. If even if you don't know it, even if you don't know you fuck with Portis Head, you because I didn't know mm-hmm. until this album. Even if you don't know you fuck with Portis Head, you fuck with Portis Head, my nigga. Yeah. Flat sure. the fuck out. There's something that feels f- like familiar enough about it that you can approach it. Yeah. And it's just like it's just like crazy because like it blends so many types of music, like uh, just like so many types of music and so many. Di- different types of musical and ideas. black music, surprisingly. Like, it's yeah. like a lot and of like a music. non-corny way. This is the song with the snare. Yes, Mysterion. Mysterion. Um, fucking, but yeah, like do, doing like black music in a corny way, just like knowing how to listen to music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Whew. Crazy. I, I, I really fuck with this. I really fuck with trip hop uh, as a genre as well. Because yeah, sure. um, I listened to that Massive Attack album. They, they I... Oh, on first listen, I didn't really fuck with, like, the lyrical content, but I fucked with, like, all the qualities of their voices, mm-hmm. and I fucked with, like, all of the sounds that they used. There was even one song where they, like, kind of pitched up the hi-hat to, like, kind of match the pitches of the of a bass line, which mm-hmm. was kind of... Interesting, yeah. I'm, I'm going to use that. I'm mm-hmm. going to use that idea. That's cra- it's a crazy dope idea. Yeah. Um, But... Tricky though, I like Tricky a lot, a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I still have to listen to it. Yeah. Oh, uh, overcome. I need to, like, track I mean, one? Like, listen to it more like thoroughly. Track yeah. one on the album, overcome. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Tank. Also, watch Tank Girl again. Yeah. Also, watch all the Gorilla shit again. Cause like I've seen. Yeah, I'm you. You yeah. can like you start to see, man. Like you start to see the the woo wops. Gorillas, man. Mm. That's what they do to me. They make me feel things. Sexually aggravated. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all ain't see his face. I did. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. This is a great album, man. Yeah. I wanna uh, I wanna listen to the rest of the album. Yeah. The like rest of Portis Head albums? Yeah, the rest of Portis Head. Don't what? they have a bunch of albums? I, I'm sure. How many how many studio albums does Portis Head have out? I f- like I know about like maybe one other Portis Head album, but like I don't. And then what what have they? Uh, do they have videos? I'm sure. I'm sure. They were a '90s band. Yeah, they definitely have a video. I just want to know more about like it's they're kind of an enigma to me. I want to know yeah, more. Yeah, same. About, they're still very mysterious. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah, say. and I think that they don't like, <laughs> <laughs> like I think that they don't like fuck with uh, being like interviewed super heavily, and they're kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to white people, you know what I'm saying? And they I, got I, three albums. They have three studio albums. Three studio albums. One in '94, one in '97, then one in 2008. The 2008 one is the one I heard. Yeah. Back in 2008. Same, I mean, same. I like that was the one that uh, people listened to in college. And I was like, Chicago man, I don't shit. get this shit. I didn't get it. Yeah. I might have to run it back. Run it the fuck back, some would say. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, shout out to white people for like not fucking with interviews like that. Cause James Blake is another one that doesn't really interview and that, no shit like that. Uh-huh. Nigga can catch me out here. Shit, nigga, I'm all on the camera. Shouty, you know I'm what all saying? on the camera. You know what I'm saying? Not even cause I want to be, just because like I'm I'm, a, I'm all on the camera because I can't. On camera. I can't wait till DJ Envy tries me on on Breakfast Club. <laughs> Or like I, I want I want to get on so bad so Charlemagne can say some like foul shit to me, mm-hmm. and I can just be like I, I and I just want to be like bro, 
did you even think that was cool to say? Like, you, <laughs> not that not cool or oh that wasn't cool. I mean, like, did you think that was not corny? Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if some if some of the shit Charlemagne says, he knows. Like, I'm gonna look like a corny ass nigga when I say this. He's got to you know, like, I mean, but like people are oblivious. I don't know. I, I guess, but I just want to on some on some like. My Cleveland people know what the fuck I'm talking about. I want to do it on some Cleveland shit. Cleveland like, is like the reason. Ass nigga. Cleveland is the city where we come from, so run, run. Bone. I, I think Bone liked Portishead. Mm-hmm. They sound like they did. It's a fact, yeah. Because I feel like I heard all these beats before, man. Yeah, same. How ubiquitous was Portishead in the 90s? I don't know. I think they were a big band because of this shit. Did they do any commercial? Like, was this song, these songs on commercials? I'm sure. Or I mean... I'm sure. I can't confirm or deny. Also, is this before Kirk blew his head off or after Kirk blew his head off? Let's see. Let's find out. When did I Kirk mean, they probably they probably recorded it before. Obviously. Obviously. But, like, I, I just want to know, like, where it fell in the timeline. Kirk, Kirk killed himself in, what, September of 94? Yeah, dropped in August. And he killed himself in September? Mm-hmm. What, what if he killed himself to poured his head? I think he killed himself to, uh, I don't know. Some pre, some old cutty mixtape? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what if he kills himself, he killed himself to, like, some Prince or some other, like, weird, weird shit? Yeah, why did, I want Because, like, if I was going to die, Prince would be up there for, like, the last, what's the last song you want to hear? Like, some, pr- some Prince. Like, throw, throw on any Prince song, like, yeah. I'll be, like, I'll be satisfied enough. Throw on any Prince song. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with Prince, man. Yeah. I would, I would, want, I, I would, I would if I was, to, if was I that was your to, Terrence Howard? I fuck with Prince. I man. fuck with Prince, man. <laughs> man. This one, the snare on this one is crazy too. What's the name? This of This whole song? album, bro. Biscuit. Biscuit. Boom. You think Timbaland liked Portishead? I, I think like everybody has respect for them, like, cause I can hear you can't, you can't not. I mean, they're like musicians, musicians. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they're doing so much crazy shit. They're like. And I can hear so much, so many of their elements in other shit. In other shit that, like, you know. Yeah, because, like, I also felt like um, I, w- I was kind of listening to, like, Gorilla's first album when I was listening same, to this Same, same. You know I was, saying? like, I was thinking about the Gorillas the whole time. The whole time. Not a disrespectful time. way to pour his head, but, like, I was just like, oh, my God, Damon Auburn. He really liked, he really liked. himself when yeah. he first heard this shit. He loved trip hop. And I mean, that, that, that motherfucker can produce anything. Anything, like, man. He's, he's such a versatile producer. In my opinion, one of the most, I think he's top 10 most versatile producers out here. Um, Factual. Him, uh, Rick Rubin, you know what I'm saying? Danger Mouse. Shit. Damn, and now I'm just thinking about like other like 90s shit that was like, quintessentially 90s and kind of was on some same kind of like blending genres with rap ideas for the first time like thinking about Beck albums Lip and Biscuit. shit too huh <laughs> you, said, you said Fred Durst yeah yeah I said Fred Durst you album. said uh, star, chocolate starfish and hot dog water you couldn't tell hands me. up hands <laughs> down it's keep Fred- rolling yeah <laughs> Back a Limp Biscuit album for this shit. I mean, I would not be opposed, honestly. New metal was so huge at a point in time; it's, 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 it would be foolish to ignore the impact it had. That's a fact. It had it well, corny or not, or whether or not it holds up. It had a huge impact, though. What's I'm a, tonight? I'm gonna look up the the top ten. I know Pitchfork got a new metal a, bands, a top ten new metal band Papa from Roach. the 1990s to the early 2000s. Got to put somewhere. Papa Roach on there. Weren't they the dudes that made? Uh, you're not gonna get me to remember none of this shit. Uh, what's the fuck? Strang- something about strangling, can't breathe, or whatever the fuck. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm high. Some white shit. He's from North Carolina. Oh, uh, hands up, hands down. <laughs> Tell me what you wanna do now. Uh, uh, Limp Bizkit or not Limp Lincoln Park? That's new metal. Damn, that's, that's right. Corn. I hate Lincoln Park. Corn. I used to hate Lincoln Park. I haven't ran it back in a decade. I, I'm not a big fan of Lincoln yeah. Park. That that one album's good though. It starts with one thing. Their videos were really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, some '90s shit that like does good genre blending. What were you saying? 
some more albums. I was thinking about Beck too. You know oh what I'm yeah, saying? Cause yeah, he's yeah. very much in the. I don't know. Like I can't like because I wasn't alive during the time. I don't. I don't know any if any of these people knew each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Beck's from England, yeah. No, Beck's from the United States. Where is he from? He from like, let's see. I could swore that motherfucker was English. No, 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 no. He all the way American. He speak English. He speak English. Yeah. He from. His first name is Beck B E K. That's no way. a fact. So he's German. Uh, I don't know. He's from LA. <laughs> first of all, let's talk about this. How fucking asinine of a of a uh, conclusion that was. B E K. Oh, so he's German. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. Shut your stupid ass up. Stupid ass. <laughs> Yo, dumbass. In in the Wikipedia to fucking Beck's uh uh. Wikipedia entry. Yeah. Um, one of the genres lent is li- uh, listed as anti-folk. Oh, uh, Kimya Dawson is anti-folk. I know, but like, I just can't wait. Moldy peaches. I just can't like wait until uh, somebody digs up our shit from like uh, in ten years and come up with an asinine genre f- name for yeah. it. Cause it's not like they sat around and be like, "All right, well, we gonna call this." <laughs> we, we we riding with the anti folk. Yeah, man. nobody, nobody. I, even the word trip hop, I don't. I'm AF sure. Gang. No, I'm I think sure. Like, like Porter said, I read Porter's head. Maybe Massive Attack too. I don't know, but like, cause whatever. But like, I think the Porter's head kind of like shied away from that all together because yeah. I think that it was like a media thing and like it was just kind of known as the Bristol sound. Like yeah. motherfuckers in Bristol, this is just like the type of shit they were listening to. So like. Uh-huh. It wasn't like a genre thing. Yeah, I mean, like, like everything. So that's what know? I'm saying. So like the even the co- whoever coined the term trip hop, yeah. and whoever coined the term new metal and shit. New, <laughs> in you, in you <laughs> dash metal. Let's not forget that that happened. Also known as week. aggro metal. Aggro. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. Wikipedia said it, not me. Oh shit! Shout out to Wikipedia. Donate um, to Wikipedia, man, so they can give us a sponsorship. It's free knowledge, man. You know what I'm saying? It's knowledge that you can that you can alter. <laughs> that's the best kind. That's, a, that's the best kind. Hey, that's the Wikipedia commercial if we get sponsored. Wikipedia. It's knowledge that you can alter. <laughs> um, <laughs> but somehow they don't spread fake news like the crooked uh, liberal media. Say that. Say that shit right Say less, say less. Say less. Yo, 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 yo. yo. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. Say less. <laughs> Uh, no, another band that was mixing crazy genres and shit uh, in the 90s was Rage Against the Machine. I've, I know about Rage Against the Machine. I've never heard one Rage Against the Machine song. Rage Against the Machine I was, was like kinda, all the way like not fucking with shit that was not rap. But, I, I mean, that's, that was rap though. I mean, uh, Zach De La Roca I mean, I was, was rapping. A, I mean, but like hood shit, you know Pistol what I'm saying? Pistol grip, pump on my lap at all times. I wonder... I wonder, I think that, like, I don't know, I think I might have been, like, really closed off as a kid in that way. Like, I only wanted to listen to rap because, like, I always had hella white friends. I always knew about these bands, but I, like, never was interested. Did you ever play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Yeah, of course. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater has put me onto a lot of shit. Yeah, I was the type of nigga, though, to, like, make my own, like, put in my own CDs and, like, put the game on mute. Because, like, I was, like... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and especially when like LimeWire came out, I was just making mix CDs. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It just all types of weird shit. I was just, you know. Yeah. So. I anyway, um, shout out to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, by the way. Shout out to Tony for Hawk having like some of the dopest soundtracks in video game history. That is fact, yeah. Cause them Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I got put on to, uh, I got put on to Express Yourself, that NWA song from mm-hmm. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I got put on the uh, Rage Against the Machine. Many, many more. Uh, yeah, just a hell of songs off them, off them albums. I'm pretty, pretty sure some Porter's head was on there at some point or something like it. Must have been. But rage, oh, shit. rage is like similar to Porter's head in that they influ- they use like hip hop influence. Yeah. But like on like kind of the av- like the the adverse side or the inverse side, where Porter's head is more like relaxing and ambient. Yeah. Rage yeah. is like a lot more like. In your face, hard hitting, like heavy guitars, heavy drums. You know what I'm saying? Like rock, mm-hmm. rap. You know what I'm saying for yeah. sure. Um, System of a Down is another band who like had like this sort of amalgamized sound that had like a lot of like mass appeal. Yeah. Shout out Mass Appeal. 
<laughs> we just trying to get love out here, you that's know what I'm saying? Fact. Shamelessly just shouting out niggas we fuck with. Yeah, shout no, out to Mass Appeal though. Yeah, for real, they do that's a lot Nas of interesting label. Reporting. Huh? Nas Mass Appeal Records is Nas. For real? Yeah, he put out one of the Run the Jewel albums. That's why. That's why Esri is like all over Mass Appeal like all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's from Cleveland, yeah. West Side of Cleveland. Yeah, shout out him. Shout um, out to Nas. But System of a Down had like an amalgamized kind of sound. Uh that like had a lot of appeal to me mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. I even knew how to listen to other genres of music. Yeah. yeah for uh sure. Chop I saw the Chop Suey video and the NERD provider video on the same night. Mm-hmm. Two AM on Mother's Basement at some point in time. And I also saw Pat Benatar's Sex as a Weapon on T V that night as well. What time was it? Like two AM. You was also watching B E T uncut. And beaten. Yeah, and beaten to the <laughs> fucking Nelly. Uh which video was that? No, uh, I was beaten to the I ain't got no panties on. I ain't, I ain't got, got no, no panties, panties on on, on the dance floor. Hey. Pull the panties up. Yeah, I was beaten to that video. Yo, <laughs> I mean same. But like do you there's this one song. This has nothing to do with Porter said. Remember when you can beat to Girls Gone Wild commercials and I get it and get the job done before the commercial ended? Yeah, I probably still could if I really concentrated. Couldn't if I was a uh, if I was already erect when uh when the commercial came on. You I know, be what like what's with all these backwoods logos on their titties? <laughs> you know, the backwoods like the the mm-hmm. the star looking thing mm-hmm. on the backwoods package. Mm-hmm. It just looked like that was all over their titties. That's a fact. Kid. I was gonna say something, but remember Snoop Dogg did the Girls Gone Wild. Uh, DVD? Yes. Yes, I do. Hilarious. You remember the Bob Marley one? No. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> but you believe that for a second there could have been like, one. I was like, yo, makes sense. Makes N- sense. Nah, but uh, yeah, I heard those. I heard this like type of shit before I could like, uh, you know, know how to listen to anything different. And it had like a lot of like appeal to me still because it had the sensibilities of Black music, hip hop, hip hop, R and B, reggae, like all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. This song, it reason to love me or whatever. Uh, uh, Glory box, Glory box, hard. Love Amazing. this song. I like songs where womenly singers are like just singing about how much, and not in a corny way, about how much they want to like just be free, sexual, feminine beings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, Nelly Furtado's whole first album, <laughs> the whole yeah, her whole sure. first album is like that. Uh, that Santi Gold, I'm a Lady song, sure, Glory sure. Box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just like I just like songs where like women are like talking about like them themselves in a in a way that it's not like male bashing, but it like is very very. I just want to feel like the essence of like femininity you feel what i'm trying to say so you love how many licks with lil kim and cisco yo i do yeah. <laughs> i love that song <laughs> oh oh how many licks does, does it, it take, take till you get to the center of a tell me <laughs> tell me <laughs> what no i'm just going into casey and jojo life why did i get <laughs> that's one of the uh, Cisco the, and KC was like the same nigga vocally. That's a fact. And uh KC and JoJo, that song life is a classic uh <laughs> barbecue music. <laughs> Niggas always grilling and somehow they got on whatever oldie station. Life, life. Whatever oldie station is in Kansas City, I think it's like one oh I don't know. It's been it's been so long since I've listened to the 90, radio. Ninety two point three. I think it's Shut like one oh seven three or something. One oh seven three. Or some shit. No yeah, or some like dumb shit you know, some dumb shit where it's just like the contemporary R and B and like old shit. Casey and JoJo. Every every cookout. Why did I, I get live? But yeah, I, I, I fuck with uh how many licks. I just fuck with like sexy ass feminine songs. They make me feel things down below. And everywhere. <coughs> so shout out Glory Box. The guitar on this is crazy. Speaking of making you feel things everywhere, you can tell someday about the story of uh, that Janet Jackson Busta Rhymes video. Ooh, <laughs> maybe when we run back uh, the album that that song is on. Which album? I think it's on uh, When Disaster Strikes. Damn, I haven't ran that shit back in a minute. I love uh, ELE. It's a good Busta Rhymes album. I like... Uh, I don't remember. I don't know the names of his albums, but they're albums that I like. Busta Rhymes was the second concert I ever went to. It was good too, right? It was amazing. Me and my mother 
Uh, she got me tickets to the X, the X Games. Like used to go on tours and shit, you know. And they Speaking did ninety shit. Yeah, right. They did a tour to. Uh, they was in Cleveland for yeah. for one of their whatever whatever it was. And my mother got tickets and surprised me with like X Games tickets. I was like super into skateboarding and uh-huh. BMX and all that. So we got there. I was like, oh my! I was These already before your knees went bad. This is way before the knees went bad. I was super hyped. Mm-hmm. And then Buster, I, we heard Buster Rhymes was performing, and Buster Rhymes, this was Skinny Buster with dreads. Yeah, put on a crazy good performance. Had like a bottle of water on stage, called it Rap Fast Juice or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And like took a sip of it and just spit the fastest verse I'd ever heard in my fucking life. It was yeah. the time of my life. Buster Rhymes was crazy live. Damn. Yeah, so we should run that back because uh uh, ooh, another song where that that unadulterated sexuality, femininity shit. I get lonely. Mm-hmm. Janet Jackson. Mm. Oh my god, Velvet Rope. Last summer, you know, I couldn't. I would. I had to listen to fucking uh together again fifty times a day to make it through the day. Like, so good. That that's a, so good. That's Velvet Rope. So good. Literal number. I think Velvet Rope. I'm a, I'm like I'm no this is and this is not even a stretch. Cause like I I vividly have memories of like over the summer riding the four train in Manhattan, yeah. listening to Velvet Rope. When I was listening to this album, I caught some of the same like feelings riding. Yeah, like definitely. Velvet Rope mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Dummy have like some like similar production because Janet Jackson uses a lot of drum and bass. That's a fact. Uh, that type of shit on that album. Yeah, for did sure. she have like English producers on that album? Uh, I mean, she produced a lot of that shit, which is crazy. Yeah, I think. What the fuck? Um, uh, or at least Q-tip like Q-Tip produced some shit on there. Yeah, yeah. That one song, Velvet Rope. Um. And see, this is why the Instagram and Twitter will be important for our listeners. Listeners, I'm talking to y'all too. Because like all the albums and things that we like tangentially mention, you can like go back and see it. And see what we've been listening to if you like, like follow us. No or, British producers on the album. For real? None. Her, two other niggas, and some Mexican person. A lot of influences, though, because really? it's drum and bass on that album. <laughs> Lots of, too. We should run back a Goldie drum and bass album. You like Goldie? Yeah, I'm done with that. I'm with that shit, too, because this was happening around the same time, too. Drum oh, and I bass. got some shit to send you after the podcast. I ain't gonna even tell. Is it some tell drum and bass you. shit? It's some house shit. Hey. I'm excited. Yeah, that's gonna be tight. But Goldie, where's Goldie from? Because they're from Bristol, yeah. Portishead. Was or? that an intentional like, uh, like uh, English? <laughs> they're from Bristol, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but are funny. they? They're from Bristol, right? I'm about to see. And then if Goldie's from like maybe it was like a thing, you know what I'm saying? East Coast, West Coast shit, or like something of the like. Like where like a region was making like a similar type of music, but in one area it was like more, you know, sort of high. Goldie up. the rapper, right? Goldie the yeah, yeah, yeah. drum and bass producer. Yeah, he is from London. I know. Walsall. Where's that in reference to Bristol? Bristol. Uh, I don't think it's in London. No. It's in England though. Yeah. It's in the United Kingdom. But that shit was it, Goldie. Shit sounds a little like this too. But, like, hi, hi, more hype and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obviously. Let me get some Goldie albums on my shit. Too. Yeah. That first... He just came out with an album a couple years ago. Maybe two years ago. What? I have it. Hold on. Let me... Sh- I'll tell you what it is. Um, We can probably wrap this shit up for real. What was your top three? Um, Shit. Why was my voice cracking? <laughs> top three. Um, let's see. Let's see. Top three of dummy. What was your, give me your top three first? What was going you first? My top three, in no real particular order, probably. Ooh, it's probably uh. Sour is that de- uh, sour times is definitely in there. Sour times is fire for sure. Sour times um, is one with the down down down. No, no, that's uh, Sour Times is in, and nobody loves me. Yeah, the sample is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Sour Times, and then it's Super always gorilla. a toss-up between it can be sweet and it's a fire, because, like, both of those are crazy. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? Mine is, mine is... uh but those three, yeah. Mine is Glory Box. Uh, Glory Box is, is my number one on this album, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Sour Times is fire. And I think Rhodes 
roles. Play roles. Yeah. Yep. Glory box. Sour times and roles. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. I love the bitch. It sounds like Lil Dragon. I mean, Lil Dragon fucks with trip hop for sure. For sure. Shout out to Yukimi, man. Yeah. Also, Mona, what's up? Mona Lisa, how you doing out there? In uh, Sweden, Gothenburg. No Is her name really Mona Lisa? No. Mm. That's not her real name. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you just put all the motherfucking business out there like that? I would never do that. I would. I would. <laughs> if you know me, you're susceptible. You um, feel me? Yeah, so Glory Box, Sour Times, and Rhodes are my, are my top three. Yeah, man. Run at the Fuck Back Podcast. R-I-T-F-B-P-D-C-S-T. What does that stand for? Podcast with no, with no uh, vowels. Ah, uh, remember when niggas was taking the vowels out of everything? Niggas is still doing that, or now niggas replacing them with X's and X shit, is. like knowledge and shit, or not uh, knowledge. Yeah, knowledge. knowledge. Yeah, knowledge. That, I'm <laughs> not. Funny. I'm Latinx. <laughs> Latin Latinx. B L V or pronounce pr- replacing A's with V's. Oh <laughs> yeah! Oh my God, man. <laughs> the shit. <laughs> I appreciate it all, man. Meanwhile, my website is PCHCRLA. Right, with your like, <laughs> dirty ass nigga. That's because peachcurls.com was taken, bro. <laughs> How the fuck? Who? What else? I've never seen that before. And niggas hating. This niggas hating. It's got to be niggas hating. That's all it is. But speaking of, the other day I thought if I had a bunch of bread too, I would just buy, I would just buy up a lot of websites that I think might be hot. And then like, shit, one day... Somebody gonna want to name their album this shit. That shit's like buying real estate, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, do you know that. what I'm saying? You, people, yeah, you can have this shit, Kanye. I think people sell Instagram racks. accounts like that too. Like that's a fact. Get people an Instagram do. account, super beefed up, and then nigga, sell me an Instagram account with hundred thousand followers. I'll take it from there. Cause I'm dope. All I need is for hundred thousand motherfuckers to be My like, oh, this nigga's so dope. dope, bitch. Cleveland and this motherfucker. We should run back some Cuddy. We should run back some Bone. We should run back to bone in due time. Yeah. Before we sign out, I did want to talk because uh, we touched on horrorcore on episode two. Yeah. And I wanted to touch on horrorcore again, just slightly, mm-hmm. because I would be remiss if I didn't publicly talk about Bone Thugs' contrib- contribution to horrorcore. Yeah, definitely. And them being like kind of on the cutting edge of horrorcore because yeah, the uh, Bone Enterprise album Faces of Death. What year did that come out? 90... I think that that's 91. One? I can see. It's like pre all the Memphis horrorcore shit, but post Ghetto Boys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Bone was, like, on the cutting edge of that, rapping about, like, really dark shit, you know? Well, it's contemporarily with, I think, the Memphis shit. Yeah? Yeah, I think it was. That was where the fucking controversy came in because it was, like, a... They were all doing little rapping and triplicate thing, mm-hmm. and everybody was just like, no, we did it first. No, we did it first. And, like, they just came to a conclusion that, like, oh, we just kind of was on the same shit. I think that was, like, after creeping on a come up, though. Because Bone Enterprises, no, I don't think anybody, I think that was, like, a low, nobody heard that album. It was, like, they were still in high school when they made that. Face of Death? Face of Death. Oh, yeah, no, that's a deep cut. That's a deep, yeah, deep, yeah. deep cut. That's Bo- a deep uh, cut, yeah. For those love. listening, Bone Thugs and Harmony used to go by Bone Enterprises, and Bone is an acronym. Um, 93. That came out in 93. The Face of Death. And that's pre any of the Graveyard Productions Tommy Wright shit, which was 94, Tommy, 95. Nine, Tommy Wright had some shit in the early, early 90s, I think. You had to show me. Yeah, but... But, um... I, I, anyway. I anyway, say yeah. all that to say, regardless of who came first, they were still yeah, on yeah, the cutting sure. edge. And like, yeah, yeah uh, for sure. They were the only people out there, like, going deep in deep descriptions of, like, hell and, like, dot and, like, yeah. all, all this, like, weird mysticism Horror movie shit. references. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Crazy Bones' alter ego is Leatherface and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Like, crazy. And he also t- refers himself as Leatherface in a lot of it's like the shit. It's like the... Like, all those types of horrorcore things. It's just, like, people thinking of the same thing with, like, post-gangster rap shit. You What's know this? What, I'm what song is this? Numb. Numb? Listen to this snare. Just... Oh, it's hideous. Listen. You hear it's how like it like steel gates drum, and cuts yeah. off though, and it has a note. It cuts off right when the kick hits and shit. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah, numb. Shit's hard. Numb is dope. But yeah, I I just had to mention that 
about uh you know Bone. If y'all listening out there, go listen to Bone Enterprise Faces of Death. No, no, no. First, go listen to Run It The Fuck po- Back, back Podcast. Obviously. You know what I'm saying? Episode 2, the Project Pat episode. Yeah, listen to Project Pat, the episode where we talk about Project Pat, where we talk about horrorcore. And then I we say go listen to Graveyard Production shit. Also, go listen to Bone Enterprises shit. And, and, and for this, and then we're going to go ahead and sign out. Listen to the Massive Attack. What's that album called? Uh, Blue Lines. Listen to Blue Lines by Massive Attack. Because it's credited as like one of the first trip hop albums. One of sure. the, and it's 1991, crazy. Um, listen to t- go watch Tank Girl and get that soundtrack for Tank Girl, and then Tricky. What was that Tricky album called? It's uh, some weird name that I didn't respect when I first read it. I think <laughs> it is called uh, Maxin. Right. Max yeah, and yeah. Quiet? Exactly, yeah. It was something that's like probably like important culturally, yeah. maybe, but I just read it and I was just like tired. I was just thinking about something else. I'm just like, I'm going to just add it. I don't need to know the name of it. Like yeah. <laughs> that one, 95, got it. It came yeah. on 95, though, so it's a yeah. year after this Portis hit album. And then, you know. I mean, they were all, I think they were all friends and shit anyway. Yeah, it's all, all, you know. All, all. So, yeah, that's that's it. Run the Fuck Back Podcast. We out.